You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Welcome to the Geek Car Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. Every week, we're going to pull on the threads of pop culture and decide if they pass the Geek Card Check. And this week, I am actually really excited about this because Netflix is going to be doing a television series titled The Dark Crystal. Boy, I don't even remember the name of it now. Age of Resistance. (laughs) Dark Crystal Age Age of Resistance. Yes. I think it's a prequel to the original 1982 film. But. I was very curious to find out. So, but I had not seen the original 1982 film, The Dark Crystal, that was directed I. by Jim Henson and Frank Oz. I'd seen it uh, in pop culture oh, yeah. uh, my entire life, but I'd never actually sat down and watched the film itself. So, I'm excited to be able to talk about that original film before the prequel comes out in just a couple of weeks. So, Tyler. What are, what, what, what are you excited about here? Where, where, where are you coming at as far as the Dark Crystal goes? I think it pretty much the same as you. I had never seen it before, um, but I could, like a lot of really big films, kind of like Westworld when we had talked about it, yep, I could BS yep. my way through a conversation about it because sure. it's, it's around. Like you said, it's, it's, in the, it's not really in the zeitgeist anymore, but it's definitely in the fabric of, of um, geek pop culture. It's a cult film. Um, and... Uh, it's it's just kind of been out there it's fantasy it follows a lot of the same fantasy tropes we've seen before um so i actually was really excited because it's kind of one of those things oh i can finally not fake it anymore i can really actually watch it and and then talk about it um so i was really jazzed i was really excited to sit down and watch it um and in general i i think i really enjoyed it there are some critiques i have of it there are some some things that i think it doesn't do as well and, and some things that are just by nature of it being a 1980s you know puppet animatronic movie that there are some flaws um but by and large i really enjoyed it um what about you where, where did you come at it i mean you had you had not seen it before um right. but just general overall impressions what did you think about it well, it's interesting because the first perhaps maybe five, ten minutes, like the setup of this movie, I really was enjoying quite a Same. bit. Cinemato- cinematography looked good. Mm-hmm. There was a cool voiceover that was happening, and it felt like, oh, man, this is going to be a really rich, deep fantasy thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm very excited about this. This, this could be really, really neat. But um, to be honest with you, I felt like this – this movie was really, it was just hard to get into. Um, oh, yeah. It felt like they just continually were bringing up new concepts throughout the entirety of the film. Uh, you never really understood what the point of it was. Right. And so it was, how do I say this? It was overly complex and yet very simple. Does that I, make sense? No, I think I absolutely, I think I absolutely agree. Um, yeah. On the, on the surface, it's a very straightforward um, hero quest, right? So our, our hero, his name is Jen. He is a Gelfling, um, and he is the last of his kind. He's being raised by these kind of weird dinosaur mystic creatures that yeah. re- literally remind me of like They're called the mystics. Horses from, uh, from Jurassic Park, like if they could yes. kind of walk around and moan a bit. Um and then he, so the dark crystal is the thing that holds the universe together. It gives the bad guys their power and he has to get a shard from that dark crystal 
and uh, heal it, heal the dark crystal by. But by he, he doesn't know that. That none of this is made clear or apparent. All he knows is he's supposed to find right a person. I can't remember the name and Agra. the shard. Yeah, yeah, and a shard, and that's all he knows. He doesn't know right. he's supposed to. Put not, yeah, that's true. He's not supposed, sure what he's supposed to do when he when he sees her. Even right, uh, he's Correct. just supposed to go on a quest that will save the the world. Exactly, that's, that's our premise. And basically, almost Mr. Magoo style, he just mm-hmm. so happens to find himself in the exact right place that he needs to be. Um, and the thing that I think really bothered me, um, that really kind of kept this feeling, I almost call it claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, of course, they shot all this on a soundstage, and of course, all of these are puppets. But at the very beginning, our our main character, Jen, doesn't have anybody with him to talk to. And so all I we do is... I completely agree. <laughs> all, all we hear is voiceover of his inner dialogue and for the first 20 minutes. Of it. it just written inner dialogue. It's very badly written. Very badly written. He's just like he's like, oh, what are these? Are these flowers? I wonder what I'm oh. doing here. I feel very sad, and you know, it's like very, well, very. Wrote, literally, at one point, and I, because I, I thought the whole time, I thought, oh, I should be writing this down because it's so bad. Um, uh, but right, right as he's about, I think, to leave to go on his journey, he says, "I'm not ready to go alone." All right, alone then. Like right, exactly. There's it, no intervening. I didn't skip anything. There's that. That was about the longest pause. It's yeah. just that, and it's like ah. So the whole time I th- I thought the same thing. He needs a companion. You know that's what right. Fellowship of the Ring does. Right is Frodo basically he g- does the same thing. I don't know where to go. You and- always have to have you have, you have to have somebody to to have dialogue. And I think what happened was they shot this movie. And then realize that, <laughs> and then added um, Kira. and added in in, in post production. I'm I'm almost certain that that is what it was. It just became super boring of him just walking around. Right? Do you know what I mean? Or at least and, the original script. And instead of revising from the beginning, they just they they jammed it in and added it in that. because eventually he does find. I mean, spoilers for the film. Hopefully you've watched it if you're listening to us talk yeah, about let's, this. Let's say that right now. Spoilers for this film from 1982. Everybody right. should really sit and watch it because I I think the spoilers yes. for our discussion. I'm gonna say we should have. You should watch it. This this is one of those things that's. I definitely think you should watch it um, for for even just for the artistry and production Agreed. value. It is oh, yeah. it is quite stunning what they were able to pull off in 1982. This is actually quite quite stunning, quite incredible, but I will say quite boring. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and and most mo- most of the film is just like, okay, what are we doing? I don't even understand what's happening right now. But I yes. paused it in the middle and got a sandwich. <laughs> yes, and, and then went back like yeah. and and was like. Uh, I, I, I guess I have to start this back up again. I, I uh, was never, I never actively hated it. So like, there's no, there's no yes. point that I was just like, this is car garbage. I can't believe people watch this, but yeah, it was, hmm. it, I kind it, of it's a difficult it film. It is. I wonder if I was in a theater, film. like if I had sat down in a theater and, and would I, you know, would I, would I be immersed in it enough and, you know, have yeah. an option? I don't know. Well, so yeah, no. So finally, though, at some point, he does meet another. What is it? The gel, another Gelfling called Gelfling, Kira. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the voiceover stops, and they are able to talk to each, each, each other back and forth, um, because 
that's what you need. You need to have another character yeah. on screen to understand what, you know, their intention is, what their drive is, the reason for, you know, going on this quest. And so that that fixed itself. I think, like I said, the first 10 minutes were very strong for me. Most of the rest of the film was really kind of just hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff was really cool, some great concepts. But I will say, and I don't know if you thought about this, uh, you know, my my kids are 10 and 7. Yeah. Um, I think this movie would have been terrifying for them. I was uh, wondering it, that. That's, it is, it's, there are, it's, there are some moments of true, like, yeah, like horror, especially for kids. Like, that's, it's a freaky movie. It's scary. There's a lot of just really, because again, like we're not having any, there are no human performers in this right. film. They're, it's all puppetry. Mm -hmm. um, all Other of than them. we've got some long shots where there's definitely some people in a, in a suit walking across a field. Sure, 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 but sure. Yeah, that yeah. effect frankly works. I, I'll bring that up again because that's something that, that we critiqued with Chucky that I want to I want to bring out here. Full, what I mean by this is fully yeah. costumed. Right. There is not a human face. Right. There's no person you know what i mean it's, it's not like all... the other muppet movies where it's the muppets in our real world with people yeah right well even the muppets have like a couple dudes who are in suits right. and you know the big whatever so right. but yes it, it's all puppetry it's all muppet verse type right. stuff um and you know we see that with the muppet films um mm -hmm. you know but oftentimes there is a human performer interacting with them and so you get a little bit of realism I, I don't know how to say it. so this does become more fantasy right even more so right. because there are no humans this is a completely alien universe because right. there's no you know nothing we can and so i think a part of, of feeling uncomfortable is that there is no human to like attach to everything right. looks very alien very everything you know there's no because there's no facial expression or whatever it's hard to know so when a when a character starts to scream in like terror, yeah, it's actually even scarier because like, ugh, and then like they like disintegrate or they like, oh yeah, there's there's a race of um like slaves that like get their oh, soul the sucked out of them, oh yeah, and and it like it's it's some freaky scary stuff, and like I said, if there's no humanity to kind of ground it, it becomes even more frightening. It does. I think so. Let's yeah. let's do this because I, I think this is going to be a nice way to talk about it in, in different ways. Let's talk about the Please. different groups within it um, okay. that we that we meet. Um, yeah, so we, we get Jen and Kira. We have the Skeksis who are our bad guys. Yes. Um, we have and my are the Mystics and yes. kind of the the interesting interaction between the Skeksis and the Mystics. Um, and then uh, who you just mentioned and I just forgot. Oh, the Podlings. Um, or even we could even mention Agra in there as well. Agra, yeah, is definitely a different, I different really like kind her. of race. You know, she's, I think she, uh, Agra, I think is my favorite character. I was thinking um, the same thing. I yeah. love Agra. She, she's really good. She's um, very. Uh, I think Frank Oz is the performer there. Yes, um, and it's very Yoda. You know, what I mean, he brings oh, it to totally. life. Like I feel like Agra was really brought to life well. Mm -hmm. Both Kira and Jen felt very stiff, and I don't know if it was just yeah. because they didn't have facial the right kind of facial expressions to pull it off, but it just it really felt like uh, just a a statue that just you know moves a little bit. It, it just very it, much did. Yeah, it, it what didn't work for me all that well, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Well, and I think even that was that was a problem. Like Agra is this very other you know uh 
creature. You know, she's kind of yes. cool. She's got ram's horns. She's got this wild hair. She has one eye that the first time we see her, she's yes. her Holding. eye out and is looking. That yes. happens a couple other times, which I I loved. And she's just funny. Like you said, it's right. very Yoda-ish. She's um, very much brought to life. She feels yep. like a real thing, a real mm-hmm. creature. Yeah, and she's she's the um, the prophet who essentially uh, the augur, by the way, which is her name seems to to go into that. She's she's a, a prophet who is holding on to a shard of the dark crystal, and she's the one who gives Jen his um, his impetus, his um, his uh, um, prompting to actually go to continue on this quest. And here's what you're supposed to do, even though he doesn't right. know how to do it. Um, but she's funny. She lives in this weird cave with these these. Um, weird revolving planets that, you know, that, which come into play in the plot. There's a, there's a, a confluence of a bunch of different suns or stars that are supposed to um, align in the sky. Isn't um, there always, oh, there's always, right. That's what it always is, is the, the stars are going to align at this certain day. And if you don't do the thing by the time the world will be lost. <laughs> well, they, and it, I, it, I, I thought the entire time there's three, there's three suns because they call them suns. There's three suns in the sky. This is not Tatooine that we are on. However, it's a very lush yeah. place that has three suns blazing around it but that's fine we'll, we'll it's really on. it's really funny it's really funny so then the skexies are i think the most interesting in terms of the construction of all of the puppets like they are they're super they're all unique first of all they're yeah. all super wiry and skeletal and strange how did the how did the skexies strike you well yeah i agree with you i think they are very interesting uh, you know it the whole lore of this world kind of threw me off quite a bit. It took me a while to understand. He said that there are only 10 of them. Uh, right. And I was like, okay, so are there are only 10 creatures in this entire world. And then slowly but surely you realize that, no, there are other species, other creatures, other things right. living on this planet. But the 10 Skeksis, one of them was the emperor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, they definitely have the most... Um, screen time and lore you get to understand what's going on their culture right. is explored pretty significantly we know that one of the em- the emperor dies so then they have to fight to who to decide who is the next emperor and then the one who is not becomes like the outcast so all that's very interesting yeah and i agree with you that 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 felt better fleshed out than the rest of the cultures that are represented here um, right and and I liked I even liked their origin story, which which I think there are a couple things that I wish had been explained a little bit better. The sure. link between the Skeksis and the Mystics, who are also called the Uru at some point too. So we get like multiple names for them. But the Mystics, um, yes, were, and it's said at the beginning, but you don't really understand it um, until the very very end. But the um, you know when the world was it sounds like when the world was created or or something like that the um the dark crystal um it broke it split and then um that created the shexies and the the mystics, mystics. it yeah. split them off and they're kind of you know kind of a yin and yang two halves of the same being um right. which i love that concept it, that's that's good fantasy you know we we've gotten that with with brandon sanderson um and have you seen have you read um brandon sanderson's books at all no no you would like Mistborn, especially. I, th- I really think you would. It's it is a heist action adventure fantasy. It's really really good with a cool magic system. Um, oh. But one of his other his other book series, even though they're all in the same universe, is um, uh, his. Uh, I just lost the name of the series. The first book is um, Way of Kings. Um, 
and uh and it's it's a a universe the background of his universe is that there is a a crystal or something like that this or their god um of the of that universe broke into different shards and landed on different planets and those are the planets in sanderson's universe and like whatever piece fell on them kind of um characterized the planet and, and it seems kind of interesting in a in a smaller way a lot like this where we have this crystal when it was broken the you know there's a wasteland all around it and it's it's sort of kind of infected the world with evil um but then we have so so anyway we we have the the shexies who are the the bad the bad you know lead creatures i guess the villains no yeah. doubt yes um, they're kind of vulture like and really messed yes. up and they eat real gross stuff and yes it's gnarly it's all um, vile it's all very yes. like uh black and white there are good guys and there are yep. bad guys there's no there's no gray in this in this film how would your kids have, re- uh, have uh, reacted to the shexies would that be oh i think they would have been horrified especially My- when you know like the the emperor like dies and like yep. breaks apart and yes it's, it's- I th- decomposes right before them yes and oh. it's pretty funny and that, that moment happens and then the the lead character uh jen is that his name yeah, yeah. Um, is in the same moment with the leader of the mystics yep and he disappears yoda style it's pretty funny how oh, there are many yoda style yeah there are many like mirror moments from this film and the star wars film and i wonder if there's a back background of like them like hey let us do this thing so that we're ready for because this came out in 82 so that was like they were working on this in between uh empire strikes back and jedi that's um so you know it it, it felt like sorry i was thinking empire this is too late no yoda dies at the beginning of jedi yeah so that's that's exactly it yeah Um, so i I felt like a lot of this was like prep work for you know the return of the jedi um so it just is a very interesting interesting film uh, in that way, it does almost feel like a proof of concept. Like, could can this be done? Um, yeah. And I think, for the most part, um, the answer is no. Uh, and then there <laughs> are some moments that are actually quite interesting and exciting. Um, and and I really do want to kind of follow along. And and like I said before, most of that has to do um, with the the one eyed character. What is her name again? Agra. The, Agra. And whenever she's on screen, it works. Oh, she was um, great, and I think it, your your point of of uh, Frank Oz is her puppeteer. Yes, the one who makes it makes her completely come alive. I want to see yeah. did did he do anything else? Yeah, uh, anyone else in here? So he he did uh, Cham- Chamberlain. I Chamberlain. think so. That's the one that that's the the Skeksis that um is like hooting all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, so he, the ones that actually feel alive because he's cause that one he, is weird and feels alive. Yes, exactly. I, this I'm saying Frank Oz is a fantastic puppeteer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. To, totally, totally dug well, those two so characters. Jim Henson of all of I know, them. I think know. that he would be as good as Frank Oz. You know, he's Jim Henson. Yes. Um, he does Jen and Jen is just yeah. so wooden. I think um, it has something to do with the puppet itself. I think like, it's also I, the puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the puppet uh, itself just didn't work. I I really agree. Um, so there's this weird link, and this is another thing I found intriguing. I I again, I think I like, I really like the world building. I don't like the writing or the story. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I agree with you. It, it feels 
and, and also the production design. I mean, it looks yeah. beautiful. I mean, if you go to IMDb and just look through the production stills, it oh, looks yes. like an incredible film. And it does, even today, look great. It's streaming on both agree. Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yep. Um, and it looks it looks really quite good in still format. You know what I mean? Like in, in like right. a stunning, like, wow, they built this set. Everything right. you're seeing right now is built on a set. Yep. Um, and then I love that both, you know, so there's, there must've been miniatures. There was also, Oh yeah. Uh, what did Peter Jackson call them? Bigatures. You know, there's, there's life-size yeah. versions of the things too. So the puppets could be on them because they interact. Is it Agar or is it Jen that climbs up the little spinny planet things? Yes. Um, uh, like it's, Man, it's good. It's well constructed. Very um, intricate. It is. It is a technical. I'll say this. It is a technical masterpiece. It really is. Um, it is really fantastic. I just. I'm not sold on the impact of the performances. And I'd yeah. be interested to know. You know, we we heard that Chad from the Screeners podcast watched this when he was, you know, growing up. And I would know. Right. I'd want to know what his his reaction to this would be. Yeah. Because I wish we could hear from him. Maybe he'll respond on Twitter and let us know how how much of an idiot we are for not. Yeah like seeing how awesome this movie well, is because yeah. because his words were they are um it was formative for him yes um, and yeah. uh you know so like I, if he says those words i'm thinking you know star trek for for me and and i think for you as well or, or yeah no, totally. Park in, in a lot of yeah. ways those were formative um and so i i kind of you know what what grabbed him i wonder if i if i if i had seen this when i was a kid you know what would that have been for me yeah. um because I can see a lot of it. It is a simple story, so it's not overly complicated. Um, but it isn't the most action-packed thing in the world, so I, I no. also could see getting a little bit bored by it. Um, it, it, it. It's slow at times. It's horrifying at times. I mean, like I said before, you get people, their soul being sucked out of them, some really right? terrifying oh, like concepts. Yeah. Um, and then you've got like these really terrifying big beetle like soldiers that are bursting oh. through doors every once in a while. What are these these... Called? The Gerflins or the Garthins. The Garthins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was reading about them and uh the the creator, the guy who like basically came up with the look of everything, um, Brian Froud, uh came up with that uh he like he came up with concept art before Henson really ever uh, like started making the movie um, like Henson found his art and they put the two things together to make a movie. Wow. And, um, and he had like, he was eating lobster and then started gluing shells together to make something else that was weird. So I was like, wow, I mean, okay, that's sure. Go for it. Uh, so yeah, anyway, there's, there's that there's um, what did you think the mystics, how did the mystics strike you? They're very, they're almost polar opposites to me of the Skeksis. They're, they're very sleepy, slothy, yes. very slow moving, deliberate kind of quote unquote wise creatures. Right. Um, there weren't honestly, there's not much to them at all. They're, they're, they're usually, they're just, there's for most of the film, they're just walking towards the, whatever it was, the, the palace. crystal palace. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's basically all they're doing. You have no idea why they're walking there until the very end. Um, you know. I like that we find that there's a connection between them. And the yeah. Skeksis again. We don't know why. Um, for that a was a time. very very interesting. Well, I mean, I figured it out pretty quickly. There's yeah. ten of each. Yes, they're yeah. somehow connected. When one when the emperor died, so did the other one. Okay, so they're and one of them the got, same. Got stabbed uh, by with with the crystal shard. So I actually for a little while I had sort of figured it out, but then thought, oh, the crystal shard does something. But yeah, it's he just yeah. stabbed him with the crystal shard, and then the other one bleeds. Um, as well it's it's mirror 
Um, yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're like sharing the same life force essentially. Yeah. And then we find out at the end that they are the exact same, like you said, yin and yang, they're the same yeah. creature. And you know, they, 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 they do look very similar. Their creature design is very similar, right? One yeah. is twisted and, you know, hunched over and the other one was kind of hunched over as well, but not quite as, you know, but more terrible looking. Uh, warm i guess almost like you could give one of them a hug or you wouldn't want to give the other one a hug right exactly uh, exactly yeah yeah yeah. but i mean um, i like that concept the, the, those two the the yin and yang deal all that stuff looked pretty cool and the i think the mystics were interesting it's just there we didn't, we didn't much of them yeah we didn't i mean he leaves that village pretty quickly at the very beginning of the film oh, yeah and we're never back with them so we don't have much time just, to learn like you said we just followed them walking um right yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that was some some of the best cinematography I thought sure. was them walking. Yeah, it was pretty um, cool. We get the one the one shot of them walking across you know a, a hill or a ridge, silhouetted against the the sky, uh, very Lord of the Rings feeling, you know. And and I thought that. Uh, see, this is that. this this is the thing that I like. I agree with you. It looks beautiful, but it's super boring. It's just like those shots Agreed. in Star Trek: The Motion Picture of the Enterprise going through Nebula, and you're just like, okay. I get it. This is beautiful. And you yep. probably spent months creating this, yep. but this is boring to yep. look at. Like, I agree. It's stunning. And yep. what you did was incredible. But as an audience member, like yes. this is in, in 2019 anyway, yeah. this is not as nearly as impressive as I'm sure at one point it was. So no, I, I think I, is. I think I completely agree. Yep. Um, when we first meet Jen, he is um, naked. Yes. We have a naked puppet in this. Yes, movie. it's true. And it, it's a little weird. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it made me really uncomfortable. I, the whole time I was like, I, please tell me he puts clothes on later and he does, but it was weird. And yeah. and I, so like, I think even from the start, we don't, um, I don't believe, I don't think he's voiced very well. Um, no. I, think, I think the reading is really terrible. Yeah, um, it is. It's let awful. alone the writing is bad. I don't, you know, it's just, I don't know. I never, I never, Jen as a character was never interesting, was never uh, fun. I did not really want to be around him. All the other creatures were infinitely more interesting. Um, And his, both his puppetry, I hate to say it, and the character itself just was not really well, well formed. At least, at least three times I wrote, I hate Jen's voice (laughs) throughout this. Uh, Which stinks, you know, and then we meet Kira and, and again, I think, I think you're right. The design of the Gelflings doesn't really work very well. I think it's, they're too stiff. The, yeah. actually the, the creature design for as intricate as the other creatures are, um, these guys are very stiff. They're almost humanoid, but it doesn't work. Um, but I do, I think I like Kira being added in there. She has some good lines. Um, she, she kind of is even more aware of the world around her than than Jen is because he's like you said before he's almost Mr. Magooish stumbling through places and just encountering yeah, things until he until he meets um uh some of the others uh, you know the 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 major players uh in the plot when it's just Jen by himself yeah that's a good maybe I don't know 10 or 15 minutes it felt of, long though yeah exactly longer than that it just was not you know, all that interesting. So, yeah, nope, I agree. Well, with all this, I I guess I'm trying to, you know, okay. So let's, let's do our job here. So we are, we are the, we are the geek card check, right? We are pulling on the threads of pop culture and kind of seeing where the fits. Before the Netflix series comes out, we wanted to see this, you know what I mean? 
So, so does this does this make you want to see the Netflix show? Does this, or I guess, how do you, how does this fit for you in kind of the the broader, you know, tapestry of pop culture? I guess, yeah. Is this is this a throwaway? Is this one you just check out, check aside, or or what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I watched the trailer for the Netflix series. I haven't it, yet. I should have done that. It looks spectacular. Oh, good. Um, okay. It looks really really cool. Um, and the thing is, is that it being a prequel, um, I, I'm not exactly sure the Dark Crystal 1982 is necessary for you to see and enjoy other than some of the visual flourishes that are just because this is the end of the story. Uh, the Dark Crystal right. 1982 is the is, is the end of the of the story. Yep. Um, and so yeah, the world is made new, I think. It yes. Says. You yeah. Use this to remake the world. So perhaps it would be better if you watch the series, if it's, I'm guessing, going to be self-contained. Like, it's going to be one story, it'll end, and then piggyback right into The Dark Crystal at some yeah. point. Uh, that might be a better way of, of of seeing it, although it's going to be very different because there's a lot of CG, there's a lot of really cool shots and camera movements that they just weren't able to pull off in 1982 right. in the series. Um, and a lot of callbacks. I mean, when you watch that trailer, you'll see those, the same kind of, there's, there's moments in this film where the camera is just exploring nature and there are like flowers that fly off. Yeah, yeah. And there are like weird creatures that roll around and all of those creatures are re-represented in Good. 2019 and they look and really spectacular. More, more moments with them even or interactions or we'll find yeah. out names or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a cool like callback or whatever. I would say this film, you know, I mean I was just thumbing through it right now on Netflix and you know at the very end, I mean even the the uh the main gal like dies and all it's it's a very intense this movie this yeah. movie is not for kids no. um and um well, I, Jim Henson really said he there's a quote and I can't find it at the moment too. He said um, you know, I'm not worried about that because I think kids can handle a little horror. Right. Um, so, I mean, I guess philosophy aside, he didn't he didn't want to dumb it down. Right. Which is good good for him on that one. I would I would agree with you, however, um, and I don't have kids, but this is the stuff uh, of nightmares. A lot of this right? is the stuff of nightmares. It just oh, it man. just downright is. Lighter things gave me nightmares when I was a kid. So yeah, that's yeah. Oof, that would have messed well, me up. And because it does anyway. So it it does kind of cloak itself in a like, oh, this is this looks kind of like Muppety and right. you know, it's all kind of silly and fun and you know, and then all of a sudden you'll have you know, slavery and like con- oh. concepts of like what happens to the soul and yep people dying and horrible deaths draining and then drinking it's oof. Yeah, yeah 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 so but i am yeah as far as is it necessary i'm not entirely sure that this is because honestly i still don't see this having a huge cultural impact like i don't see people wearing dark crystal t-shirts or having things. i have a friend with a dark crystal t-shirt <laughs> I, I i don't i don't see it very often i'm mean, yeah, sure they yeah. exist i, I oh, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm just saying you know this is not like um you know, not like any, but what I think might happen is that we're going to see a resurgence. Yes. As I would soon, agree. If, if the Netflix series is good, um, we'll see a resurgence in all that stuff. Um, and because it is a retro property, uh, you'll begin to see t-shirts and you'll totally. start to see, um, you know, memes and all this kind of stuff. And it'll become cool again. 
Um, and it has a potential of doing that. Like I, you know, it, it's not a bad film, no. um, overall, but it is it, hard, but to what's watch. even better. It's, it's a better, it's a great world. It's a cool yes. world. Correct. And, and so it, like the template is there and it is almost it is. to be a it soft is. reboot. Hey, we already know the end. Right. That's fine. How do we get there? Right. Um, I think that's what's going to be cool about it. Um, yeah, exactly. And then, and then, you know, a lot of the stuff maybe would be make more sense of like, you know, without a voiceover or, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't know, like if, if, if maybe, you know, clearing some of this stuff up before you watch this film, you'd be like, Oh no, I totally get it. This all makes sense to me now. Cause um, I did spend, or I wonder upon a rewatch too. Cause, cause like you said, I spent a good, the first 15 minutes of it, like I made notes just because I was like, okay, these are the witch, the, the Skeksis and, and yeah. you know, the, okay, these are the mystics, but why are they also, they're calling them Uru a, a bunch. Why is that happening? Like, right. so there was, a, it gets, it's almost, I don't want to elevate it that much, but it's almost like Tolkien. And there is, there is a bigger world that we're not seeing. Um, and I think the potential of that is what's really exciting about Correct. the new series. So, so what are we saying? Crazy. What are we saying? Is, is, is this, does this, is this a geek Oof. Do you need to have this on your geek card or not? I would say no. I don't think you necessarily need to see this in order to call yourself a geek. Uh, it's, it's not like a requirement. Like if I say, right. you know, I'm not a huge fan of the the Dark Crystal or I, you know, I never saw it. I don't think yeah. people are like, what? I know. Right. That's you know that's I mean? a good point. I Although that's another response that I just had uh, yesterday. I was talking to somebody. I said, oh, I'm watching the Dark Crystal because I haven't watched it and we're, we're doing it for the podcast. And, uh, and my friend goes, you haven't? you haven't watched the dark crystal. Like if, if we, we were talking, but it would have had like multiple ex, ex uh, not exclamation, um, qu uh, question marks after it. If I had, yes. uh, if we had been texting or something like that, but it was, um, uh, so I, I actually want to say yes. I weirdly want to say right. yes you need to see it. Um, because, and again, it's, I, I think you and I have the same problems with it. It is boring at parts. It is slow yeah. moving. Um, but I wonder if it's something that, we would forgive those flaws if we had seen it when we were kids. Uh, I do wonder possibly. That. Um, and, and if that would have, if that would have, you know, blown open the doors for, um, uh, you know, of our imaginations in a little bit other ways. Cause it's, yeah, it's slow, but it's gorgeous. So I'm going to, you're, so you're going to say no, uh, no, it's not essential. I'm going to say, I think so. Yes. But you know, I went, 32 years without seeing it so uh it's uh it's not that so, essential is basically what you're saying yeah I so i win i i win if 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 if, if we uh, this is a competition you're saying yes. i win no, uh, yeah, i would agree it, which I, is I'll not it's not you, you win chris <laughs> that's all i wanted that's all i want in life it's all i win well i so that but are you sorry but the big thing is you're gonna watch the new one Oh, absolutely! The oh, new the new series yeah. on Netflix looks spectacular. Definitely watch the trailer. I think you'll get a uh -huh. uh, like a kick out of it and see a lot of callbacks to the original film. So, awesome. I think there's there's a lot of promise in the new in the new series. I think it could be very very cool. Great, yeah, and I, I would echo that. It looks. Um, I've just seen stills, but I will. I'll watch the trailer because it looks great. Yeah. Um, well, so that comes out on August 30th. So in a couple of weeks, uh, that, that one's out. Uh, as for us, in the near future, it looks like, you know, next week you guys can expect another Geek Card check-in. Um, there are a few things that have come out that I know that I want, uh, that I want to talk about. We'll see what, we, uh, what comes out in the next week that we'll be discussing. Um, but it also looks like, I don't know if, it, if it's safe to announce this one yet, but 
the new Deep Space Nine documentary just came out. Yes. And you have watched it already, correct? I have watched it, and I have also watched the two and a half, almost three hours of bonus material attached to it. Um, oh. It is. Okay. It's it's un. Is I, I that mean, I, I, I don't rental or is it an iTunes? How do you get the bonus features? You have to purchase the film. I think it's like fifteen dollars to purchase oh, it, and then you I'm get access it. to it. Huh? I'm purchasing it. <laughs> no, it's it's an insta buy. I think you. There's no doubt you should purchase it, not rent it, because Good. it has a roundtable discussion um, with uh, the the d- directors and producers of um, the documentary and what they had to go through to like get. To remaster some of the footage. Yeah, it's yeah. it's unbelievably it's anyway, it, it has renewed my love of Star Trek. My wife and I watched it and we have already instituted in our family Star Trek Mondays. Yes. So now our children are watching Next Generation with us and then we'll eventually get into Deep Space Nine and then Voyager and then and the um, original series. Enterprise and then uh, at some point I'm sure we'll show them Discovery. Um but you know. What, what did you say? What, what? The original series. What, what are you talking? What, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is the original series? Uh, yeah, uh, my mom, just so everybody knows, my mom revoked uh, Chris's geek card. <laughs> you, can. Last weekend. <laughs> you can. I, I just, I, I did said, not I enjoy said, the original series. So, I, I said, Chris, you should show your kids the original series. And he's like, ah, I don't really like it. And my mom, my mom of all people, people who fought us on watching a lot of Star Trek throughout, throughout uh, as I, I was a kid, she goes, Chris doesn't like the original series. He's not allowed to have a geek card. I know, I know, but you know what? I feel I'm I'm fine with it. Fight me, fight me, <laughs> internet, fight me. I've seen enough of it to know that it's not my jam. It just isn't. All right. Well, on, on those uh, very very open minded words, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll end for today. Everybody, let us know what you thought about this. Are we completely crazy for not being in love with the Dark Crystal? Are you uh, one of those people who have the Dark Crystal t-shirts that I have seen, I know are out there? Um, are we just not doing uh, you justice? Uh, let us know. Talk to us on Twitter. Um, tell us what you love about it. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Geek Card Check, um, on Facebook at the Geek Card Check Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Geek Card Check. Um, let us know. Follow us. Subscribe to us if you would. Give us a five-star rating. It really helps us to get discovered um, and for, for us to reach a wider audience. Um, and as always, everybody, live long and prosper. 